Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right. He is your God and what a mighty God we serve. We are on day five of dangerous prayers. Let's get into today's devotional. Break me. It's fine to pray for safety and blessings, but what if you want more? What if you desire power from the Holy Spirit, strength from heaven, unshakable faith, and genuine intimacy with the Father? Instead of just asking God to keep you safe and give you more and protect your life, you may have to ask God to break you. When I think about praying this prayer, Lord, break me, I think about the experience Amy and I once had in our small group. On a blistery cold Wednesday night in January, we sat around a warm and cozy room with about seven or eight other couples talking about this exact dangerous prayer. We agreed we all wanted to pray it and mean it, but couldn't deny being afraid of the consequences. The first woman who spoke took the responsibility seriously, but acknowledged her struggle. A loving wife, a mother of four. She had followed Jesus faithfully since she was a sophomore in high school. She served in the children's ministry at church, tithed faithfully, helped foster children, attended a weekly Bible study, and often volunteered to pray out loud in groups. But when confronted with the option of asking God to break her, she refused. Sorry, but I gotta be honest, she said. I don't want to ask God to break me. I'm afraid of what will happen next. I'm a mom with four kids. I love them very much. Asking God to break me is simply too scary for me to pray. What if I get sick or depressed or pulled away from my family? Most other people in a small group nodded in agreement. But my question then remains the same for all of us today. What are we losing by clinging to our comfort? What are we missing out on because we're so committed to avoiding pain and discomfort? Jesus said, whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. Matthew 16, 25. Jesus isn't inviting us to a life of comfort and ease, but one of surrender and sacrifice. Our highest desire shouldn't be for our will to be done, but for his will to be done. Jesus is inviting us to die to our own lives so that we can live moment by moment, day by day for him. To leave our cozy living room and safe prayers in order to know what it means to be broken for the sake of others. By playing it safe, we risk missing something far more precious than our security and comfort. We don't realize what blessings might be on the other side of God's breaking. Luke said, And Jesus took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Luke twenty-two nineteen. Almost all Bible scholars agree that Jesus' instructions to do this provides believers a way to remember honor 
and celebrate his death and resurrection. But some believe that Jesus do this also refers to how we are to live. What if Jesus wasn't just talking about a ritual that we do occasionally at church? What if he was also inviting us to be broken and poured out daily? What if we had the courage, the audacity, the faith to pray, God, break me. We don't just remember Jesus during Holy Communion at church. We remember him and how we live our lives daily. Because Jesus' body was broken, because his blood was poured out for us, we too should live daily for him, broken and poured out. This may not sound appealing at first glance. Who wants to be broken and poured out? That sounds painful at best and miserable at worst. But it is in the giving of our lives that we find true joy. Rather than pursuing our will, we surrender to his. Instead of trying to fill our lives with all that we want, we empty our lives and make a difference in the lives of others. True brokenness before God isn't a one-time event. It's a daily decision. Paul said, I die daily. 1 Corinthians 15, 31. What does that mean? Every day, he chose to crucify his own desires so he could live fully for God's. If you have the courage to pray this prayer, get ready. Get ready to know God. And be known by God in a way you have not experienced before. You can play it safe, but my guts is you want more than that. I choose different. I am a faith-filled, beat the, beat the farm risk taker. I will never insult God with small thinking or safe living. If there are blessings on the other side of brokenness, then break me. Wow. 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 It is so much packed here. I just want to take a break. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> wow. Family. Ah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. This is something family. But I love that he said, my question then remains the same for all of us today. What are we losing by clinging to our comfort? What are we missing out on because we are committed to avoiding pain and discomfort? Family, are you bold enough to ask God to break you? I pause intentionally to give you a moment to really ask yourself that question. I can be honest, like the lady in this story, she was honest and said, no, I don't, I don't know what comes with that. And it's, you know, this is why we got to be careful because the Bible says it's best not to vow a vow unto God and don't keep it. Sometimes we say things to God that we really don't mean. And it's best that we count the cost. Before we start, oh, Lord, I'll go where you tell me to go and I'll do what you want me to do and break me. <laughs> we got to count the cost because we don't know what comes with that. But I do know 
that on the underside of that breaking is joy, peace, and a life that you couldn't have dreamed of. Jesus was broken and poured out for us. Do we have the boldness to be broken and poured out for others? And I think that's where it gets hard because we live, there's so many people who, as the Bible would say, the, the, the heart is deceitfully wicked. We're selfish. We're selfish. There's probably a few people you would say, oh, for my children, I'll die for my children or I'll die for my parents or I'll die for whoever. We got that one person or that two persons, but Jesus was broken and poured out for all humanity. If someone was to come to you and say, hey, I got to break you. I want, I want to break your arm, but it's for a, a person you don't even know. You'll be like, uh-uh, no, 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 I'm good. I need this arm. Well, I'm going to break your foot for that third distant cousin you really don't like. You would say no. We are selfish. We we care about ourselves and the comforts the warm coziness of life. And we don't want to be disturbed. We don't want to be disturbed. We don't want to be uh, put in situations and circumstances that going to benefit others, especially if we don't get nothing out of it. There's so many people that will do based on the conditions of it. Okay, I'll do this, but what am I getting out of it? There's a lot of people who have a, what am I getting out of it? mentality but Jesus didn't say what am I getting out of it he wanted to glorify God and he wanted us to be reconciled to God so he was willing to be broken and poured out so that we can draw closer to God and family what you don't realize is the things that you experience the trials the storms the breakups the heartbreaks oh man the afflictions in your body the things that you have endured family God broke you and you are being poured out for the lives of others. Your testimony, your testimony is going to awaken someone out of their slumber. Your testimony is going to be what draws people to Christ. But we don't want to go through it. There can't be a testimony without the test, without the breaking. If we all could be honest, many of us would say, just like this woman did, um, no, nah, I'm good. I got a lot going on. And what we're afraid of is there are, I can, I can, I can be, we can all be honest and say, there are some things in your life that if God himself showed up right in front of your face, Jesus himself and say, okay, I need to take this, this, and this. If you don't really care about it, you'd be like, oh, take it, Jesus. I don't care about that. Mm -hmm. Sure. Go ahead. But if he comes to you with something that you are attached to, something you're in love with, there's going to be a problem. And I remember mentioning this in a prior podcast. I said, God don't want the things you have. God wants the things that have you. God wants the things that has your mind and your heart. He's a jealous God. And until we're willing to be broken and willing to surrender everything unto God, Lord, you can have it all. And I, I'm not, I'm not sharing this. I'm just the messenger. I don't know if God came to me and said, I am about to just break you up into a thousand pieces <laughs> and pour you out for the lives of others. It, it, the thought in itself is scary. The thought in itself is because you don't know what area of your life God is going to break. 
And that unknown, that unknown is scary. Because what if he takes something I actually love? What if he takes something that I actually genuinely care about? What it, what if he takes something that actually, you know, makes me feel like I'm somebody? What if, what if, what if we're afraid of the things that, okay, if I give God a green light, if I say, God, break me, if I say, God, have your way. And that's why people don't want to pray, not your will, but not, not my will, but your will be done because I don't want your will to be against mine. Everybody love God until he don't want for you what you want for you. But God knows the beginning from the ending. And he knows the amount of pressure that is needed to break you so that you can become that vessel of honor he has shaped and molded. Your desire has to be, I want to be a vessel of honor. And if that means that you got to break some stuff off of me, and if that means you got to shape me in a way that's totally uncomfortable, and if that means that you got to mold me in such a way that I feel like I'm losing myself, but losing myself means I find you, then Lord, have your way. And I can be honest with you, that is a tough prayer to pray, but I have also prayed it. And family, I prayed it and I meant it. And I've been through series of things where I recognize this is a breaking moment. This is a moment where God says, okay, I, I don't need you to be attached to this. I don't need you to be attached to that. I need you to trust me. I need you to put your whole trust in me. Trust me and trust me with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul. Love me, Trina. I need you to love me with all of you that you can sacrifice and let it all go. And family right now, could you be honest and say, I am ready to let it all go for Jesus. We would be lying. We would be lying. We would be lying. And this is why these conversations need to be had. Because in order for us to walk in the power, that power, that Holy Ghost power that we desire, family, there has to be a breaking. Jesus was broken. He rose up in total power, conquering death in the grave, but it came with a breaking. It came with whips. It came with a canine tail. It came with a crown of thorns. It came with a piercing in his side family. It was a breaking that took place. Water and blood being gushed out. It came with a price. He paid the price we couldn't pay. But if you want to operate as Jesus operated family, we can't just, okay, I'm saved. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Give me power. Give me authority. No, I got to break you. I got to break you in such a way that you're humble before me, that there's no pride in you. Oh, I love that Paul said that God sent him a messenger of Satan to buffet him. Least he would boast, least he would boast that he was so wise, least he would boast that he had this power and this authority, least he would boast. God is sure that the only person that is going to get the glory is him. You will not get the glory out of your life. God will. And I always pondered and I always thought about what Paul said. He sent a messenger of Satan to buffet me. Least I boast. Least I boast. So family, I ask you, could you pray this prayer? 
And this is why we got to go to God and ask him to search our heart. I love, I really love where this is going because in order for you to say, Lord, break me, you have to be completely aware of what you're willing to let go. Because if you don't know what's in your heart, if you don't really know what you're tied to and what you were entangled to and what you're in love with, because on the surface, oh, I love Jesus until the Holy Spirit reveal that you got some deep rooted issues. So it's important that we allow God to search us and reveal unto us those hidden things, because then we can lay it at the altar and say, okay, I'm ready to be broken. I'm ready to surrender this addiction. I'm ready to surrender this, this job. I'm ready to surrender my love for money. I'm ready to surrender my love for people's attention and affection. I'm ready to surrender whatever it is that the Holy Spirit reveal. I'm ready to surrender it. So Lord, break me, break me. Oh God, till I get to the point where it's just me and you that I'm not looking for other people. I'm not looking to money. I'm not looking to relationships. I'm not looking to houses and cars to make me feel like I'm somebody. Lord, break me in a way that at the end of the day, if it's just you and me, I am satisfied. If it's just you and me, I'm thankful. Family, that is a dangerous prayer to pray because who wants to just be, you know, at the end of the day, it's the greatest thing just to have you and Jesus. But people are so fixated on people. I need, I need, I need to get to a place that you're willing to surrender and sacrifice it all. I'm like this sister in the, in, in the story. I, I don't know. I don't know. Jesus. I love my daughter. <laughs> I love me some Nana. However, I love me some Jesus and I, I, I want him to do what he needs to do in my life. And of course, it's not about God going to take your family. Because remember, when Abraham said it in his heart to please God and God. So he, what did God say? Now that I see you love me. He sent an angel to stop him from sacrificing his son. God don't want your children. Okay. God don't want your spouse. God don't want your job. God don't want your ministry. God don't want your business. God want your heart. God want us to get to a place that Lord, I'm happy with you. Even if I don't have these things, it's not that he want to take it away. He's not, he's a good father. He's a loving father. He don't want to take you, take these things away from you, but he don't want these things to have you. And that's what I love about God. So this prayer is not for you to be afraid. This prayer isn't for you to be like, oh no, if I pray this prayer, what is God going to take from me? God don't want to take anything from you. He wants to give something to you. He wants to give you true peace that surpasses your understanding. He want to give you true joy. He want to give you love, that everlasting love that you don't feel like you need to prove yourself to nobody, that you don't have to be accepted by nobody because you are already accepted in the blood and the beloved, that you already accepted. You already accepted. He want us to get to that place that we know that we know who we are and whose we are. And that is the challenge of the body. That is the challenge of the believer to, to look at God and to receive all that God has said about who you are and what you possess in spite of what your natural circumstances look like. So when you go and pray this prayer, be mindful, be mindful that God doesn't want to take something away from you. He wants to give. 
Our father is a giver. But we have to be willing to lay aside every heavy weight and be willing to sacrifice and lose our life for his sake. That is his heart's desire that we choose him as he have chosen us. The Bible says you love me, but I have first loved you. I chose you. Could we in return choose God? Can we in return love God? And not love the things of this world so much that we're willing to sacrifice our relationship with God to keep it. That's what God wants. Let me break away that negative mindset. Let me break away this habit of yours. Let me break away that poor perspective. Let me break away those self-worth issues. Let me break away of those insecurities. Let me break away. Can you let God break you? Only you can answer that. As I sit with the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, break me. Reveal the inner the inner, the inner, what's going on inside of me? What are my anxious thoughts? Test me, try me. Don't run. My encouragement to you is don't run because I feel like since I started this devotional family, the Holy Spirit been showing up and showing me some stuff. And I am taking heed and following the shepherd. Don't run. Like I said, he exposed, he reveals to heal. You got to know that there's something greater on the other side of this breaking. There is something greater. You're not losing anything. You're going to gain. To live is to die. To die is to gain. To die is to gain, to die to yourself, to die to your wants, to die to your desires. Family, you gain not lose. So we have to make a decision today. Choose ye this day. Are you ready for God to truly break you? Or are you going to stay in your warm and cozy lifestyle of safe prayers? Are you satisfied with that? Are you satisfied with not having Holy Ghost power? Are you satisfied with not having the strength from heaven? Are you satisfied with having weak faith? Are you satisfied with not truly having intimacy with God and you're doing daily rituals, routine? Are you satisfied with that? Because if you are not, because I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied. I want to see the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to see blind eyes open and deaf ears open. I want to see the lame walking. I want to see a revival in this nation. I want to see. I, I'm not satisfied. So Lord, break me. And maybe you say, Sister Trina, I hear you. But I'm not there yet. And I need some time. That's okay too. Because God knows all things. And he knows the day 
in an hour that you would allow him to break you for his glory. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for loving us ever so much, loving us with an everlasting love. Father, many of us are not satisfied with where we've been. We're not satisfied with what we've seen. We're not satisfied and we want more of you. We want more of the kingdom of God being made manifest in the earth. Father, we want unshakable faith to believe the impossible. We want the unshakable faith to believe that we who believe in you could do what you have done and more. Father, we want that genuine, genuine intimacy with you. Not religion, not tradition. We want more. We're not satisfied, oh God. And if breaking us is how to get to a place of unshakable faith, if breaking us give us the power of the Holy Spirit to lay hands on the sick and they are healed, if breaking us allows us to have the strength to persevere and keep going and pressing towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. If breaking us, oh God, bring us to our knees and give us that divine intimacy with you, then Lord, break us. Lord, have your way in our lives. We surrender. We surrender the fear of what's going to happen. We surrender the fear of what's on the other side of this breaking because as it is written, every good gift come from the Lord and your gifts, oh God, you add no sorrow. That your promises are yea and amen. That you are not man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. So we, oh God, can find comfort in the breaking because we believe that on the other side, oh God, we will be met by your glory. We will be met by your power. We will be met by unshakable, unmovable faith. And we will be met by a genuine intimacy with you that nothing, nor depths, nor nothing can separate us from true intimacy with you. No loss of a job, no loss of a loved one, no loss of a ministry, no loss of a business, no loss of a relationship no loss will oh god break the intimacy we have with you because we surrendered it to you we surrender it at your altar father there is many of us oh god who is struggling to pray this prayer but you know that too and I thank you, oh God, that you give them the grace. I pray for greater grace for those who struggle with saying, Lord, break me. Give them the grace to lay aside every heavy weight. Give them the grace to surrender and let go and let you have your way in their life. Greater grace, oh God. I ask for greater grace as they humble themselves before you in pure honesty to say, Lord, I'm not ready for you to break me. I'm afraid of what's on the other side. Your word says you give more grace to the humble as they humble themselves in honesty with you, Lord. Give them the grace to lay aside the weight that keeps them from true intimacy with you, that keeps them from having that unshakable faith, that keeps them from operating in the power of the Holy Spirit of God. That keeps them from the strength from heaven. Father, we want more of you. We want more. 
and we're not satisfied. So we thank you that you are so sovereign. You're so sovereign. You're so loving that you know how to deal. You know how to move with each and every one of us according to our heart, according to our faith, according to even our fears. We bless you, oh God, that you don't see us like man, but you search the heart. We thank you for being a God of a second and third and fourth chance, a chance that we don't deserve, but we are grateful for. Help us by your Holy Spirit, lay aside the weight and surrender so that you may break us, that we will come out to be the beautiful vessels of honor for the kingdom of God that you desire. We want more of you, Jesus. We want more of you. So we thank you in advance for your patience with us. Oh, how patient you are. As we are led by your Holy Spirit, we thank you. We thank you, oh God, for your heavenly host that has been assigned to us to help us, oh God, to fight an effective warfare, the warfare against our mind as the enemy comes with arrows and attacks, oh Lord, to discourage us and to, to cause us not to want to surrender and allow you to break us. Father, we thank you, oh God. For the victory is already won. Father, we thank you, O God, for that divine hedge of protection that is over each and every one of us, O God. That the enemy and the plot and the plan of the enemy will not take shape in our life. Their plots and their scheme will not come to pass as we make the decision to allow you to break us. Father, in the name of Jesus, may we not be distracted. May we not be deterred away from surrendering to you. May we not lose focus of what's truly important in this hour. A true intimate relationship with you. That we're not taken away by fame and by money and by a relationship and status and influence. But what drives us is to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. What drives us is to have unshakable faith to move mountains. What drives us would be true, pure intimacy with you. Keep us, O oh God, as you are a keeper to them who want to be kept as we go through this process of surrendering. That you may break us and mold us into the shape in the image of Christ Jesus. We glorify you and honor you for this hour of prayer. We thank you for teaching us how to pray. We thank you for teaching us how to surrender. We thank you for teaching us how to submit to the leading and the promptings of your Holy Spirit. We cannot do this without you. And we don't want to do it without you. So we thank you for walking this walk with us. That we're not doing it alone. For as it is written, you will never leave us or forsake us. Even in a time of breaking you are there. We glorify you and we honor you for being a good God, a faithful God, a merciful God, a loving God. Be glorified with our life, Father. That's our desire that you get the glory 
out of our life. So we pray, break us. Break us, Father, in Jesus' name. Family, I want to read the scriptures that go with today's devotional. Matthew 16, 24. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever will lose his life for my sake will find it. Matthew 26, 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Mark 14, 3 through 9. And being in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment, of very precious, and she brake the box and poured it on his on his head. And there was some that had indignation within themselves and said, Why was this waste of the ointment made? For it might have been sold for more than three hundred pence, and have been given to the the poor. And they mumbled against her. And Jesus said. Let her alone. Why trouble ye her? She hath done a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always. And whensoever ye will may do them good. But me ye have not always. She hath done what she could. She is come aforehand to anoint my body for the burial. Verily I say unto you. Whosoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she have done shall be spoken for her as a memorial. Amen. Luke 22, 14 through 19. And when the hour has come, he sat down and the 12 apostles with him. And he said unto them, with desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it amongst yourself. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks and break it. And gave it unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Psalms 34, 18. The Lord, the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Psalms 51, 17. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart of God will will not despise amen to the word of the lord as i was reading um the, the song that came to me many of you may know the alabaster oh, amen are you ready to be broken and to be poured out for others as this woman poured out of herself 
She broke something that was so precious and so expensive, but she gave it to Jesus. She made a sacrifice. Are you ready to open up your alabaster box and pour it out? All I am is all I have. All all I have to give and I'll give it all to you. It's my fragrant oil. It's my costly perfume and I'll break this alabaster box and I'll, I'll break it open. So let the fragrance arise. La 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 Are you ready to break? Are you ready to allow God to break you and to be poured out? It's a humbling prayer. It's a humbling prayer. But on the other side of this breaking family, it's beautiful. Beautiful. He gives beauty for ashes. Surrender and allow the Holy Spirit to break away anything that doesn't glorify him in your life so that you could be one with Christ. I'll see you tomorrow for day six of Dangerous Prayers.